A pleasure for us now to go out to the guest line and welcome in our guest. You hear him each and every weekday, 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern time on the Paul Feinbaum Show on ESPN networks all across the country. None other than the legend himself, Paul Feinbaum, kind enough to join us this evening on the College Football News Podcast. Paul, thank you for your time. Well, thank you. No, it's, it's a pleasure. And, uh, I, you know, it's been a long winter, uh, probably not as much for uh, me as for you, but I feel like we're finally getting there, guys. It absolutely has been. Why I love being on your show is because, one, you're just the best at making me say opinions to make people mad, and then, two, <laughs> it, it I every time I come off your show, I, I just say, wow, that was great, and all of a sudden I get on Twitter and I get about 500 people yelling at me because I said something crazy, and the last time I was on with you, and the discussion of our uh, show today is mainly the whole Clemson-Alabama world, and the last time I was on your show, I made what I thought was just a really basic, easy suggestion that, yes, no one's denying Clemson's greatness. No one's saying anything—there's no such thing as a cheap college football playoff championship. However, it's a lot easier to get through the ACC than it is to get through the SEC. And, yes, to play Pitt for a conference championship as opposed to Georgia or Alabama for a conference championship is harder. And you would have thought I would have said something totally crazy. How crazy an idea is it that, yeah, it's, it's harder just to get through the SEC? Well, first of all, you're 100% correct. I live in Charlotte, so I'm, I, I mean, I literally up and down my street are Clemson fans, Carolina fans. And, and two years ago, they really had it going. If, if you remember, Pete, uh, at ACC Media Days, uh, Jimbo Fisher started off saying, hey, we're the best conference in college football. They just come off of the uh, Clemson win against Alabama. Everyone said it. There's no way next week they can say that because they're not. Uh, they are basically Clemson and, and a bunch of also-rans. And, you know, they get very uh, particularly upset when you, when you make that claim, but it's true. And I, I, I mean, and, and Pittsburgh did so much damage to them last year qualifying for the ACC. And the game's not remotely interesting. Meanwhile, in a couple hours earlier in Atlanta, you've got an epic game with Alabama and Georgia. And that's really the problem. I mean, Clemson's great. Nobody's criticizing Clemson. But it reminds me a little bit of 25, 30 years ago. Remember, Steve Spurrier would uh, go undefeated, then he lose he lose to Bobby Bowden at FSU, and then he'd make a, he'd make the accusation. Listen, I got to play everybody in the SEC. Bobby Bowden and Florida State have a two game schedule. Same thing here. And at the same time, like you said, it, while Clemson's playing Pitt. Everyone's watching the Big Ten championship to see, okay, is Ohio State going to come out guns blazing and just blow away Northwestern because that mattered in the college football playoff? And the ACC just becomes an afterthought, which, to your point, the other thing that I've suggested, I believe I did on your show and also got roasted about— was the concept that if you were to take Georgia three years ago and put them in the ACC Atlantic and take Clemson and put it, them in the SEC East, you, Georgia, we might be talking about Georgia almost like we're talking about Clemson. It doesn't mean that Clemson couldn't win an SEC title or win a national championship. It just kind of goes to show that Georgia, LSU, you know, even Auburn from a couple years ago probably wins the ACC championship without a problem either and probably goes 12-1 and at the very least doing it. Yeah, I don't want to go too old school here because uh, when I was younger, I got sick and tired of hearing about the way it used to be. But, but I'm going to tell you a quick story. Bobby Bowden in the uh, late 80s had a chance to get in the SEC when he was at Florida State. He said no. I asked him why about three years ago. He said, are you, are you crazy, buddy? You know Bobby talk. He said, why would I want to play all those guys? I don't want to go to LSU and, 
and uh, Auburn and Alabama and Georgia and Tennessee. So I, I can yeah, basically I've got a one game season uh, in the in the league, which was Clemson, and at a league which was Florida. And yeah, you know, Bobby won a couple of national titles. Steve Spurrier won one and probably was a better coach. And it just gets to you. And uh, you know, Nick Saban has been able to navigate the SEC better than anyone in, in history. Uh, in at least in the in the modern era, but still, I mean, Saban lost the game in '08 with an undefeated team. He, uh, yeah, he he hasn't gotten you know Saban. And the one part about Saban is he won the he's won the national championship twice while not even winning his own division. But that's another story. But 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 for the most part, though, Georgia has has really paid a price, and and so have other schools like LSU. I mean, how many more national championships with LSU uh, have had under Les Miles had he? able to skip Alabama every year. Looking at it, Paul, what do you take from last year's 44-16 national championship? Does any of that, does it in any way, shape, or form matter 1% going into the end of August here? I think what it's done is it's, it's made Alabama vulnerable, at least in perception. And by the way, all Alabama has to do is win the title this year, and, and it doesn't matter. But here, here is the problem, I think, with what happened and how bad it looked. If for some reason, uh, and odds would favor this, Alabama and Clemson get back in the championship game and Clemson wins, even though it would be the fifth time they played and, and Alabama would be down 3-2, to two, all you would hear from the pundits is that Dabo has won three of the last four against Saban, and it would make him look vulnerable. But once the season starts, I don't think it's going to make any difference at all. Absolutely. The genius of the last few years under Dabo Sweeney at Clemson, obviously, and uh, Nick Saban at Alabama, hasn't just been that they're getting to the national title or getting to the college football playoff. It's that they're doing it year after year by losing one game or going undefeated. And it's almost become just like, oh, well, they're just going to do this now. From a historical perspective, to have two teams that have everybody gunning for them and year after year are be able, able to play at this high a level, as crazy as this might sound, is what they're doing underrated compared to, again, on a historical standpoint, what teams have been able to do in the past. Yeah, I mean, I think it is. And there have been listen, great matchups in the past. Oklahoma and Nebraska playing every year for a shot at the championship. Alabama-Auburn have, uh, I mean, if you go back, uh, in uh, since 2009, that game has mattered an, a, a tremendous amount. Uh, I mean, Alabama's played for what seven, uh, and they've won five national championships uh, and have been involved in seven. Auburn's been there twice as well. But I, I, I think it, I think we look at it negatively because they're regional schools. I mean, listen, I live in the South. And it bores me. I can't imagine what it's like in New York or Chicago or, uh, or L.A. It, I mean, these are not exciting schools. And, and, and what makes it even worse is the third part of this equation, Georgia, is on the way between Tuscaloosa and Clemson. I mean, you can stop there for lunch. Uh, so, and I think it affects college football ratings. And I think for, all, from the, for, for the, uh, the Bill Hancocks of the world, the man who runs college football, the college football playoff, it, it makes them look small when they try to defend the 14 playoff. The 18 playoff would probably not change anything, but at least it would have brought Ohio State into the mix last year and, and probably a couple of years. It would have it would have brought more schools to the party. Uh, I mean, there there was. I mean, I realized the score of the the Alabama Oklahoma game was two two touchdown maybe or 
two and a half touchdowns last year. But at one time, it was about a 30-point game. Uh, and you mix that with what happened between Clemson and Notre Dame. That was an awful Saturday of college football when it should have been the best day of the year. And the other problem is these fan bases are tapped out. I mean, look at the Alabama fans. If you're going to the SEC championships and you're going to yeah. the, the the first college football playoff semifinal, then the national championship, and you're doing it every year, I know, boo-hoo, but it's hard to maintain that energy. It's like, oh, I don't know how I'm going to afford to go to all the way out to Santa Clara. This year it's a little bit easier, obviously, with New Orleans. Uh, but to your point, with the college football playoff committee, it's their job to pick the f- supposed four best teams. It's my biggest problem with the whole system is we're still basing this on judging. And yeah, last year you looked at, you kind of had to put Notre Dame in. You kind of had to put in Oklahoma, if not Ohio State, but one of those two, and obviously Clemson and uh, and Alabama. So you couldn't avoid it. But considering that the ACC path is so much easier and the SEC path is so hard, is the college football playoff committee screwing this up by not giving, for example, I still say last year, Georgia deserved to get in on a four-best team theory based on what they did in the SEC championship, and the playoff committee just seems to be like, eh, we're going to stick with this current format and take as many teams as possible, instead of saying, you know what, the SEC might just have the two or three, two or three of the best teams in the country. Yeah, that, that is correct, and, and and like you, Pete, uh, I mean, I'm there every year on Selection Sunday uh, trying to find something wrong, and you can quibble, but you can't do much more than that because I, I don't, what, what bothers me more than anything about this committee is their arrogance uh, and you know their, their, their attitude as if they have just solved the world's problems by picking the four best teams in the country. Uh, you, know, you could go into a bar... Uh, on the south side of Chicago and find 10 people and come come to the same conclusion, it is really not very difficult. Uh, they I, try to act like, uh, I mean, because they have iPads and they watch all these games, that they, they really know what they're doing. Well, I, the, I do they watch the games, though? Anyone that, else? Do yeah. they watch the games? That's kind of my issue is that... I don't know what they do. Exactly. Uh, all, all they do is talk about how hard they work. They sit uh, out in Dallas... In, in a suite, you know, ordering caviar and beef Wellington, <laughs> and, and act like they're, you know, it's an it's inconvenient for them. But I, I there, I don't think it's a bad system. But it, and it's it's hard to argue that four will make any any different, except for this reason. And you know what I'm I'm about to say. In the in the in the in the four years of the college football, or in the five years of the college football playoff, let's see, uh, is it yeah, five? Yep. We. Uh, we haven't seen a number one seed win yet. And that that was the problem last year, where it's like if you're a number one seed, actually it was two years ago. You, okay, Clemson's the number one seed. Oh, congratulations, you get Alabama. There, there's just no advantage to being a one seed or a four seed. It's just getting in. And I, I frankly think six is better than eight. Yep. It, 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 but something has to give, and and you know, I work for ESPN, and I don't want to say this too loudly, but I mean, <laughs> I mean ESPN. And, and the college football playoffs committee do work together. Uh, that show every Tuesday night, which I participate in. Uh, and, and I, I mean, and another thing I don't like. What's wrong with some transparency? Yes, uh, thank can you. Know, can we know what the votes are? Is that is that a state secret? I went through the process, uh, the mock process there, uh, down there, and it was great to watch and see how it all worked. I, I'm with you. I, it was my line at the time where when Condoleezza Rice is, you know, being a part of this, like, here's a woman who dealt with the Iraq war, but really she can't handle angry Ohio State fans. I think we're cool oh. on being able to see what each of these people think throughout the process. 
And I understand uh, while it's going on, it would be it, it, it would be inconvenient. I mean, some of these people are naive, and uh, and they're going to take a, a a comment on Twitter perhaps uh, uh, seriously versus laughing it off like most of us. But uh, you know, when it's all over, let's see the votes. Uh, what's I mean, you you are deciding the most important thing in college football. I want to know how it went down versus this. Total BS that Bill Hancock gives us when it's all over. One thing on expansion before we let you go and appreciate your time, Paul. Alabama sneaks by Georgia, comes back, has a miraculous win in the SEC title game, and I get it, Georgia can easily make claim they're one of the three or four best teams in the country last year, but why should Alabama then in turn have to go and beat Georgia again? Like, Why should they be dealt the hand of, all right, you beat them last week, here's a matchup with them again a month from now? Right. Yeah, and I think that was one of the problems last year, and I think that's the main reason they did. These guys act like they don't want I mean, I asked, I asked uh, I know it's not like I'm beating up on Hancock, but for people who don't know, he's probably the nicest man in America. Absolutely. That's beside the point. Um, I asked him, I said, do you guys pay attention, uh, ladies, guys, pay attention to what's being said on TV? He said, no, we don't watch any of it. I mean, are you kidding me? Uh, they're watching everything that's said. They're, they're influenced by the pundits. Do you think it? Do you think they were influenced two years ago when Saban, when he didn't win his division and lost to Auburn, showed up on game day on uh, conference championship Sunday, Saturday? Excuse me. Yeah, of course. They, I mean, he's they they were influenced by that, and uh, that that that's part of it. I mean, it, the system is not broken, but it it's getting stale, and that that's really uh, my argument. Something needs to happen because the if you if you study it. The audiences for the championship game are not going up, and uh, and I think college football has allowed everyone else to grow on them. Uh, five years ago, college football was the number two sport in the country. It's not anymore. The NBA is. Paul, great stuff. Appreciate you taking the time this afternoon. Before we let you go, is this all just a countdown to Bama, Clemson, round five in, uh, in late December? Yeah, I, I would be... Looking for headlines, which I'm not, by saying no. I mean, I, I will say I feel very confident about Alabama. I mean, I, in spite of all the, the offseason of, of criticism, and it's been deserved, I still believe Nick Saban is extremely dangerous coming from behind. And, but I wonder, I'm going to go with them, but I'm going to offer this caveat. Can, can Clemson handle all the attention? Winning once, winning once was interesting. But can they do it again? Uh, they have a lot of pressure on them. They're recruiting well. Their, their program is on fire. But this is the first time that Dabo can't come out there, even though he has, and try to act like we're little old Clemson. They're Nobody not believes in us. Anymore. Paul Feinbaum from the Paul Feinbaum Show here at each and every weekday on ESPN. Appreciate taking the time. Great stuff, and we'll do this again soon. It was my pleasure. Great to be on with you guys.